God for judgment, that right? Only God, my baby. Nobody else. Nobody else. All you other motherfuckers, get out of my business. Ready? Well, how come you climb to the flats? Stabbed in the back, I couldn't trust my own. Welcome to another episode of Truth Serum Podcast. As always, big thank yous and big shouts out to Spotify and Anchor FM for supporting and sponsoring this show and every show after. Yeah, loads to talk about. <laughs> always, right? Always. <laughs> loads to talk Oh, yes, and once again... Burning for the Flag, Eileen Olson. YouTube, check them out. She's sitting in again. Yeah, we have loads to talk about. Um, quarantini, martinis, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, man, we're all still shut up. Um, big things still going on. Stimulus packages. Um, the third one to be signed is on its way. So we're holding out for that. Talking to a lot of people, loads of people want to get back to work. I know I'm one of them. Um, let's jump right into this, man. So, virus COVID-19, new in the news, Chris Cuomo. This is pretty, his his situation seems really strange to me. And strange in, in the way of, I've never heard of anybody going through what he's gone through or what he's going through. And you know what? I'm jumping ahead again. Let me tell you, and then we'll do that. So, Wednesday, Chris Como says Wednesday night he felt way worse than he did on Tuesday night. Um, he goes in to describe having a fever of 103 and was shivering so bad he chipped one of his teeth. He was quoted as saying, these are not cheap, referring to his teeth. I'm going to say this, man. I've been sick and have had the flu. I've had, I won't say that I've had pneumonia. I don't know if I ever had, probably when I was younger. I have younger. had pneumonia. Yeah, yes, you have. I yes, have. you have. I haven't, I've, but I've, I've been really, really ill. I've been really, really sick before. I know that I've shivered and I know that I've chattered my teeth. In situations like this, I'm just going to say it right now Chris Cuomo is, is, is a TV celebrity. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's a face. His father is the the governor in New York, so I feel like this is all a little not it's it's not it's it's not even coincidental. You know what I mean? Like it's just too it's it's too transparent. Like I can see right through it. All of it, like news news and media being attached to him right now. His his life, his story, and his dad. You know what I mean? It's it's just a little too far fetched for me. But he goes on to say, um, even goes the distance of saying. While talking to his father, and he was laid up, his dad came to see him. He's in, I think, New York, somewhere like that. But he's in his basement, quarantined. He's doing live stream from uh, from his basement because he's quarantined himself in his house. But he goes on to say, or he goes the distance of saying that um, when he was talking to his father... Um, he was having hallucinations and that he was seeing, you know, people like his grandparents and college, college buddies and people he hadn't seen for a long time. Um, I will just I'll, I'll say this. If you've been sick before and I'm going to I'm going to equate this to medication, whatever medication he's taking, if he's taking it in bulk, 
you know, Benadryl, I know if you take that, take loads and loads of that, that'll give you, that, that'll make you see stuff. If you, if you do loads and loads of, um, Robitussin, every, every, every high school, every guy who's my age who was in high school and college remembers, you know, the, the, the Robitussin, the Robitussin run, um, you know, it'll make you hallucinate. So it all depends on kind of, I, I'll chop it up to whatever kind of, medication he's on and again i don't quote me on this i'm not a doctor this is all speculation and this is just my opinion this is what i think is going on with cuomo i i'm taking it with a grain of salt i know that he's that he's come out and he said that he's contracted the disease he's quarantined that's all good and well but you know your stories right now are not matching up with anybody who was seriously ill that they you know they say was seriously ill that passed away um, we would have already heard about hallucinations, things like that. I'm taking all of that with a grain of salt because it's just a little too too convenient. Like his father and and the ship cruising into New York. I feel like that was a massive smokescreen um, in this country because I live on the West Coast. I live in, in the state of Washington, Washington State, not D.C. So I feel like Seattle, Washington and massive cities on our coastline have been hit way harder, way, way harder because the CDC is here and we know this from national news, newspapers. I've, I've put this on my page, on my Facebook page. I've shared it on other people's pages. Um, so we know that that, you know, that's kind of a smokescreen and that that ship should have cruised over here literally, or should have showed up here three days ago. Again, this is my opinion. I don't believe that. I believe him, his father screaming out for aid was, was a bluff. And, and just another another tactic to make the now commander in chief um, Donald Trump look bad. Um, you know, those days I think we all need to start coming together, and and, and we're probably going to say that a thousand more times throughout the show tonight. But that definitely needs to happen. Like we need to start coming together and stop listening to all these politicians, stop listening to all of these celebrities, stop listening to all these athletes. We're all in this together. Because let me tell you right now, hard and fast. One thing everybody needs to know is the thing about all these rich people, and I'll say these, not ri- I'll just say wealthy, these wealthy people, the difference between us and them is they live in mansions and they can, they, they have big pools in their backyards, they have massive gyms, saunas, and you know, things like that. So they're set up, they live in little compounds, you know what I mean? Like little convenience stores, I'll say, technology, all of that. They don't have all the things. That's why they're not so miffed about being shut up in their houses or whatever. And, you know, we are because we need to get back to work. You know, the people and I'm talking to the people who make sixty, seventy five thousand dollars, forty thousand, thirty five thousand, thirty six thousand dollars a year. That's them. So, you know, that's my take on, you know, Cuomo and his father. I think it's just all a big smoke screen. And, you know, that people need to really pay attention and have their eyes open. Um, Moving on. Um, military for all of the military brats out there, and this will this will like key in to uh, this will key into to Eileen and burning for the flag because I know her people are are Navy, her grandpa and her dad, both Navy, and I got some really good friends in the Navy. Um, Captain Brett Crozier was fired from his post, um, the ship they left that unnamed, as captain. Uh, it, you know, through I know everybody's watching and seeing. 
support for servicemen who are who are being quarantined and ships um, being quarantined that can't bring their loved ones home um, of servicemen, Navy and Marine Corps, who are I think most of these boats are down in Guam right now. They're they're all they're all docked over there. Um, they're gonna let off three thousand I think tomorrow, and they're going to I don't know what the big plan is with the rest of the of the the servicemen that are there that are going to be left I don't know what they're going to do with the rest of them but they are going to release um, the 3,000 because I, I think they said there's 7,000 on the ship so they're going to do 3,000 I think there's that leaves 4,000 they're going to check them and then you know whatever rounds you know clear clean and clear out of that they're going to let them go as well um, I think that's a good idea you know what they're doing is is definitely definitely above board make sure that these men and women who who fight for our freedoms are definitely taken care of and don't have this virus and aren't at risk of, you know, coming home and spreading it any further. But um, Brett Crozier, he was fired from his post. Navy Secretary Thomas Modley says the commander demonstrated extremely poor judgment in the middle of a crisis when he messaged far too many people seeking. Um, he was seeking aid for his ship, but he did it, I guess, in a way that wasn't that wasn't really conducive to uh military yeah military protocol and it wasn't in a positive manner because whomever he was doing this to and i'm just gonna go the distance of saying he obviously had to be messaging a girlfriend a a a a a best friend from high school a college buddy somebody like that like that's because it got leaked to a california newspaper so obviously this ship was headed to san diego you know what i mean so obviously you know he was calling somebody that would that should not have known um really 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 fragile you know yeah man like you don't call because i'm sure he was telling his girlfriend or wife you know or maybe girlfriend and wife i don't know (laughs) but he might have been calling and telling you know a girlfriend a buddy his wife Oh, babe, it looks like this. And da da da. Hey, man, bro, it looks like this. And you're telling, you shouldn't be saying anything. But they said he made the crisis way more serious because when the story was leaked, um, obviously that part of California went crazy. Um, the Navy, the Navy switchboards were lighting up like a Christmas tree. Families wanted to know, the public wanted to know. DC got involved, um, because, you know, obviously they were seeing what was going on and all the chatter. And he got fired. I uh, don't know about, you know, if he's sitting in the brig somewhere or charges or I'm sure because I'm sure there's going to be some charges, but I, you know, they never, they don't go on to say, uh, but the crew of 5,000, uh, that's what it was. 5,000 are still docked in Guam. There we go. Yeah. And like I said, they're going to be releasing 3,000. So that leaves 2,000 left. So that, you know, I'm, I'm going to just say, you know, it'll probably be the 400 people they say contracted it on the ship. So, you know, hopefully they all get, you know, better. And I imagine the people that have contracted it too, they have got to be young. Like they're not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go because they didn't, they, in, in the, in the clip, it doesn't say high ranking officers. It doesn't say, you know, Colonel so-and-so or Master Chief so-and-so or, you know, Sergeant so-and-so. It just says, this is what happened. So hopefully they fix that whole situation. (laughs) More in news. More in news. And just so you guys know, 
Um, once again, we want to thank podcast, uh, Spotify podcast. We want to thank Anchor FM, um, all the listeners, you guys tuning in every night. Um, thank you so much for the support. Um, that is indeed Tupac in the background. You hear right there for your listening pleasure. Little white noise, you know. I feel like it always it makes it it makes it makes listening to a podcast that much easier because you like are, are they going to turn that down and get into the music? <laughs> but and I mean who knows maybe maybe but anyway, moving on. Um, in sports news, we'll, we'll we'll jump around a little bit. This comes from sports. Um, the Patriots in news, and I'm pretty sure everyone's seen this. Um, New England Patriots flew in one million masks aboard their team jet to assist with the resources in America. Uh, obviously, there is a shortage of masks. Because they're made out of China. Yes. But I can tell you, this is how you know the world's small. One in seven, as they say. Uh, my ex-husband's sister, her boyfriend, uh, works at a place where they were manufacturing, uh, other stuff, uh, but since they were slowing down and shut down, they've yeah. just been contacted by somebody to start making masks in America, and that's right up over here in Idaho, northern Idaho. Okay. So, um, their facility is going to reopen, and they're going to start manufacturing face masks made in the USA. Ha <laughs> Finally. <for us. laughs> Finally. There's FUBU, man. Where's FUBU at when you need them? For us, by us. Um, it should come back here anyways. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, I think it's amazing that the New England Patriots stepped up and did something amazing like that. I don't know where they flew out to get them jokers. Uh, cause I was saying, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not super duper, you know, prejudiced or anything like that. I was, you know, making jokes about, about, um, the, the 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 masks that were sent over from Russia. I said I wasn't going to put one of those on because you know who knows what kind of heebie-jeebie mumbo jumbo could be slapped in the front of one of them jokers. And I mean, you're just breathing that in, and that's that's you know not to be done. I just didn't. I don't trust it. But I do love that um, the New England Patriots owner decided to use their plane, their their jet for for that purpose you know what i mean way to go for the nfl as well you know showing showing that kind of face in these times you know what i mean i like that that's that's big time right there that's really that's really really big time um more in news gardening in news this is uh in related to social social distancing um during these times a lot of folks have taken to gardening indoors because of the whole social distancing uh law ban whatever you want to call it um, that being in place. So a lot of green folk, a lot of folk who like to eat raw. Now, because we are both California, not, well, I'm not a native native, but I am a California native now because I've lived in the state for, you know, better than 25 years. So, well, almost better than 25 years. So I'm a native cause I've lived throughout and I have a lot of friends there who garden, um, whether, whether, you know, um, it's herbs, tomatoes, um, man, uh, lemon trees, lime trees, peach trees. I got a lot of friends who do, you know, do a lot of do a lot of gardening in that respect. And so, what they've taken to doing, and what there what there is a couple online. You can go online and look it up. They have taken to gardening in the house. So everything from peppers, collard greens, cabbage, lettuce. Um, tomatoes, strawberries, 
they're doing it all indoor and they're showing you how you can do it if you want to do it. And some people know that they're not going to be indoors the entire time, but this is just a really good way to keep their gardening situation going on, being with the whole social distancing. I think you're taking it a little too far if you're going to run indoors right now and start gardening with the weather about to warm up. And with that happening, um, we know that the virus... It can't live past a certain degree, and we're about to all be experiencing warm weather here probably within the you know less than 30 days. You know, it's already starting to warm up in some places out here up to 50, you know, 50 mid 50s, low 60s. And when I say low 60s, I'm talking like 61, 62. You know, but it's getting warmer. So you know, but keep that in mind. I'll say smart, smart, smart people, excuse me, I'll say smart people for for the know-how though, because the wintertime will come, so I won't say that it's an all-the-way bonehead idea, but you know, the wintertime will come, so it's probably a, a good idea to have that bit of knowledge for anybody who's who's an herb gardener, who wants to keep growing, you know. And live somewhere with four seasons. Yes, and live, yeah, absolutely, live somewhere with four seasons. If you live somewhere with four seasons, this would probably, this information would be with you to know, you know, so get out there, get online, look that up, um, gardening indoors. That's what it, that's that's what the uh, that's what the news clip was called. Um, more in news: unemployment rate has been obliterated. This one right here has been big for me because that's all I do is talk about economics and the economical infrastructure of America. And two trillion dollar stimulus package with a third one being signed. I don't like how that sounds. You know what I mean? Especially with the way that the unemployment rate is starting to look at this particular point. And right now, um, the unemployment rate has been obliterated. Benefits have spiked to a whopping $6.648 million. This is a record-breaking number. Like, this is, this is literally record-breaking. And I'm like, you know, how do we combat that? And that's just... million is really not a lot in the grand scheme of things when you think about it, when you think of, you know, in terms of a million dollars, you know, that's how much is that, you know, you you do the math on that and then think about, find out the number of people in America and then do the math on 6.648 million and see how you can distribute that to billions, you know what I mean, I I don't see how that's, I, that number doesn't make sense. I don't see how that's even possible. Um, it's horrible. Uh, the largest unemployment halt since 2008. Um, that was like the biggest financial crisis that topped out at 700,000. Biggest, the, 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 and, and I mean, that's a massive number. And these people are talking about keeping it closed down for another 30 days. For another 30 days. I think it's just, I was told it was extended in Washington to May 4th now. Instead of May first, I uh, we're, we're what are we at? We're we just what well, we came into April. I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. We're gonna be off till June. We no no I, you know and that's I think I think with people it's that created fear. It is that created fear, it's and the not, more it's that and people not listening, like to stay in your houses. Let's get this done so we can go back to work. I mean, it, it, at this point, that's how I really feel. I feel like they just want people to sit down, stay in their houses, and I'm like, if that's what it's all about, well then, damn it, 
Let's do it. Okay, you know, and I don't want to get it. I don't want to fall in line. I'm not a person to fall in line. I'm not a person to comply. I don't want to comply. Like, and not not in some rebellion kind of way, just because you're trying to force me to. You know what I mean? You don't. When it, we'll do a comparison when it comes to LGBTQ and religion, they don't want that stuff pushed on anybody. You know, and it's the same way now. I don't want you pushing laws that aren't laws on me. And that's what you're doing. They're doing things that are unconstitutional. Both sides. I don't care how anybody feels about it. This is as real as it gets. You know, you can sit around and pretend, pretend, oh, you know, so-and-so's doing a good job. You know, leave leave such and such alone. No, if they're if they're screwing up, I'm gonna say they're screwing up. Like well, yeah, that's, you're either part of a problem or you're part of the solution. Exactly. So be more be more part of the solution these days and try to fix our country versus being the problem. Um, the, the, the states hit hardest and it's funny because when I, when I name off these states, I was almost positive that our state was going to be hit, but it, it, it actually didn't even show up on the radar, but, um, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Ohio, Louisiana, California, Georgia, now Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi have been hit hard. And these countries all lead with the highest unemployment rates in the country. By next week, they, they anticipate that they are going to be astronomical. They're going to be way higher than they are right now. And, you know, it, 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 this is why we need to get people back to work. This is why we need to get money turning, America turning again. This, this being at a standstill, third world country, look-alike situation, session that we're going through, the Bernie Sanders uh, trial run, I'm good on it. it. And I hope everybody else in America is good. Is everybody in America good? Democrats, are you good? Middle of the road, are you good? Conservatives, are you good? Hate groups, are you good? You know what I mean? Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to live like this anymore. This is ridiculous. There, you're, you're, you're ruining, you're ruining America with all of this nonsense. And I said it last night. I'll say it again. Um, these politicians playing chess with our lives is is an old, old situation. It's tired. I'm literally sick of it. I don't want to live in 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 some kind of some kind of like king and queen rule because that's what it feels like. And they just keep stretching it out further and further and further. And I think they're doing that because they want to see, they want to see upheaval. They want to see civil unrest. Yeah. They want more civil unrest. They want to see, you know, Antifa and them in the streets. They want to see these, these conservatives that they call gun nuts, these supporters of the 2A, they want to see them in the streets. And nobody wants that because nobody's, none of these people have the balls to actually step out there and do it. And not the balls in, in the sense of, oh, you're scared, but the balls of you don't want to do that to start something that could destroy this country. Why would you do that? Why would anybody, why is anybody even entertaining martial law, any of that? Everybody needs to calm down with, th with that conversation. Like I said before, talking very cavalier about things like that when you probably don't even know the definition breakdown, the meaning of it, you know, what you'll lose behind it, you know, what, what, what you may have to do, you know, when that, if, if it did happen, it's not going to happen. But if it did happen, I believe it's not going to happen. Anybody who does believe it happened, you're, you're one of those, um, doomsday preppers, you know what I mean? Cause when doomsday comes, I'd like to be directly under the bomb. So I'm the first one gone. 
I don't want to be here trying to dig a hole in the ground. And what are you going to do? You can't live for a thousand years. And I feel like those are the people that are maybe afraid to go meet the maker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're hiding in the ground. Why are you trying to hide in the ground? Why are you trying to stay here? God's trying to call you home. You know what I mean? You want to hang out here. Do what you do. Do what you do. Man, we are moving on. We are moving on. In more news, uh, out here today globally, this is everywhere, Starbucks. Starbucks says they're going to extend their pay for all workers until May 3rd. They say, uh, their spokesman says, feeling these are important times and want to do more for their employees. I said, that's awesome, awesome, awesome. I mean, I know people don't like them for their liberal views. Yeah, you know, their liberal views. And, and, you know, when it comes down to stuff like that, boycotting, you know, companies, big companies like that, people are still in there. Nike said whatever, and people are still buying Nikes, you know what I mean? These people, just just like me and her, everybody listening... We're all entitled to our opinions, and people are going to do what they're going to do. They're going to say what they're going to say, so let them say what they're going to say. Um, you know, Starbucks, that was a big that's a big move by them. I like it is. that. They're a big corporate company, though. It's nice to see a corporate company doing a mom-and-pop deal. Right, right. Like, and exactly. I mean, they're, they're stepping up because, I mean, mom-and-pops are still open, you know, You and, and I love that whole situation too. And if you live in a town where there's like a mom and pop uh, coffee store, shop, yes, yeah, store, store, grocery store, um, any of that, man, frequent that, you know what I mean? If you, if they got, a, if they're one of the ones with the signs on the door, little convenience store in your neighborhood, man, we can only have like eight people wait in line, you know what I mean? Patronize them, keep them in business, you know what I mean? Starbucks, hats off to you because you laid everybody off and I saw that, they did, they laid everyone off. Everyone in America. Yeah, you can go through the drive through of some of them, but they laid off a bulk and they're still paying those people until May 3rd. That's freaking rad. And if we all get back to work sooner, obviously that'll be that'll be null and void. And I'm sure um, managers, uh, shift leads, um, crew leads, members, key holders, all that. I'm sure they are ready, ready, ready and eager to get back I to work. I don't want to hear anybody bitching about going to work. Oh, man. I said that too. I, but man, when we get back to work, I don't want to hear not one, especially where I work at. I work in a gym. You know what I mean? So I know a lot of people. I work not with a lot of young people, but I work with a lot of young people and some of them, you know, a real eager beaver to get out. But they're really hard workers. So I really anticipate, you know, they'll be happy to be back in there. Uh, dealing with our members and, um, you know, doing what we do best, you know, that's dealing with the public. Yeah, man. So hats off to, uh, to Starbucks, man. Big cheers, big cheers. Uh, more in news, celebrity side, Leonardo DiCaprio back in news, philanthropist guy that he is, who knew, um, Leonardo, you know, through all of this, he's been really vocal, and beyond being vocal, he's been um, he's been he's been more of a positive more of a positive um, for for the push, you know, in America. And I'm 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 really digging what he's putting down these days. Um, I like it, and I like where he's going with it, and I like that he's left the whole political thing he's pushed that off to the side you know for for a common goal um yeah but leonardo launches a 12 million dollar corona relief american food fund um this this just happened uh yesterday he launched that um he says he's quoted as saying these funds will be aimed at helping low-income families the elderly and families 
feeling and facing the employment disruptions in their life. He feels they need this more than anybody else in America. And he knows that 12 million isn't a lot, but because it is a relief fund, he's anticipating and hopeful that a lot more Americans will filter money in there. Um, I saw a lot of people on there saying, you know, they hope that it's not another Clinton foundation. This isn't a foundation. I think once the, the relief is up and everybody's gotten what they've needed, it will, you know, kind of, you know, dissipate and fizzle out. I don't think there'll really be a, a massive, massive need for Corona relief. I mean, unless we're going to do something like farm aid or, you know, like the eighties, you know, when we were helping Africa and that, that situation. Cause I know there's still a lot of people over in Europe suffering from this disease still. So this virus, I'm going to call it a disease. Cause I mean, basically that's what it's going to be classed as, you know, we're all going to be, they're going to have a, a virus shot for this. Um, and I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to get their shot. You're not going to put anything in me um, related to this virus later down the road. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that, uh, I'm not that nil. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So bravo to, to Leonardo for uh, the relief fund. Big cheers to you, my man. Um, more on none other than Granny. You know who I'm talking about. Granny Nancy Pelosi. Yep. Granny says she's formed a bipartisan panel to oversee and distribute the $2 trillion of relief to Americans. Uh, I don't feel like there needs to be. I, I won't say there doesn't need to be, but how about this? I don't think she's qualified or anybody she picks to oversee any part of this relief money being doled out at all. I think that should be done by a she's built the panel and I don't think that should have happened. I think I think her and Trump both should be in on building that panel. I don't think Nancy Pelosi should have all of the power as far as building a bipartisan panel. She's not the president and I don't know where grandma thinks she gets off with with all of this um self-entitlement. You know, she is a Democrat, so I understand it. But I don't know if Granny's had one too many cocktails or if the Percocets are really starting to kick in good and she thinks she's the president because her power is really nothing. You know, it's hollow. And this woman has created, she says she's created her own bipartisan panel. Um, Granny P goes on to say that this is being put in place for the people and law enforcement has got to make sure this money gets to the families that need it. Um... Once again, <laughs> uh, now I just said, I know I said it's not, I, we, I, we don't want to see her in charge of giving this, you know, being in charge of seeing how this money's doled out. But it is in fact, it is in fact their job. Um, she, she mentions law enforcement quite a bit as we, as she goes on in the interview. And I, I just literally kept laughing as she kept saying law enforcement, law enforcement, law enforcement. And I'm like, granny, granny, nanny, um, law enforcement, that's police officers. You know what I mean? That's Leo's. When you, you say law enforcement, that's Leo's, honey. You can't, did you expect the sergeant to deploy his officers to each and every home or neighborhood in America, checking, checking every every mailbox or you know standing by every mailbox, frisking every every mailman, mail woman. You know what I mean? Do you have a check for so and so? Do you have a check for so and so? It's not law enforcement's job to do. That's your job, Granny Nanny. 
Put down the cocktails. You know what? Somebody take the highball out of Granny Nanny's hand, quick. Because she is off the charts with this. She has no idea the functionality of law enforcement. And, and just by her saying, that, you know, we need law enforcement in place and blah, blah, blah. Law enforcement's already in place, Granny Nanny. What are you talking about? They are already in place doing their jobs. You're trying to pull these people from their job and, t- and trying, to, trying to say that they're going to enforce people getting their checks. What are you doing? What are you doing? You can be quoted as saying, Granny P goes on to say, this is your words. This is being put in place for for the, the people and law enforcement. This is your words. And law enforcement has got to, has got to make sure this money gets to the families that need it. No, they do not. They need to make sure that there isn't rioting, looting, raping, and, and, and burning of buildings going on in America. Are you kidding me? Woman, you are off your rocker. You are literally, literally off your rocker. Like, I'm telling you, man, she she obviously knows that the springtime is coming. That's why they keep pushing all this back. Oh, 30 more days, 30 more days. No, we're not going to go into the summertime when we know that we have to vote for your seats. You're about to lose your seat, Granny Nanny. You shift. I feel like something major is about to happen. Serious, and that's what it is. That's the push. That's why major all of shift. that's why all yeah, absolutely. That's why all of this kickback. Oh, let's go another thirty days. Let's go another. No, we're not going to go another thirty days to help you. You, you try to feed the beast. You are going to lose your seat. And whoever you've made dirty little promises to, you and your cronies. You know what I mean? And this is this goes for the right and the left. For all of you out there going super duper hard against your country and turning on your fellow man. You know what I mean? It's not going to work. Summertime comes. We're voting you out. You are going to be outvoted and your seat will be overtaken by somebody else. And the dirty little nasty secrets that you've that you've been hiding and whatever whatever promises you've made overseas or down south of the border, I'm sure you're going to have to answer for those because American taxpayers will not be taxed into the poorhouse because of your mismanagement and, and, and poor handling of American funds and, and our infrastructure, um, our, our foreign policy, any of it. You haven't produced one thing, the Democratic Party has not produced one thing and or policy-wise since Donald Trump has taken his seat. And all I want to say on that is, is just look at that. From the right, all they did was set up policies and, and landed them. The entire game has been get rid of Trump, get rid of Trump. And that's that's their one-trick pony because they made a promise somewhere that that was going to happen. And now you got Schiff out here trying to go at the impeachment thing again. Guess what, Schiff? You're an idiot. And anybody listening, listen up and listen closely. They cannot go after Donald Trump again to impeach him again for for nothing. And he knows it. That's the other smokescreen. Schiff's an idiot. He wants to come after Trump. Oh, he he handled this this coronavirus, you know, horribly. Yes, yeah, so did Obama with um with with that influenza playing golf while 60 while 60 million contracted the damn disease and then 12,000 died from it. Please shift tell me more as you want to probe assholes. Why don't you probe that one? You know what I mean? Seriously, you people are disgusting. Beyond disgusting. Robbing, killing, lying, raping, stealing, selling children, all of it. Just disgusting on a whole on a whole different scale. A whole different scale. Man, and that's 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 news 
Now, before we go, I want to leave, I want to drop a little something on you guys. I really didn't, I had no idea, and, and even bigger, this isn't even news where I feel like this should be news. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this should be, this should definitely be news. Major news. Major, major news. So, so Donald, so not Donald Trump, but um, we just lost somebody this, 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 this past week is what it said. No, it, okay. well, that was on February 11th. Yeah, yeah okay, so, so. Sometime so, in February. Yeah, so we lost somebody and there wasn't even a blip on the radar about it. Big RIPs, rest easy in paradise, sir. Dean Koontz, man. Orson Bean, a.k.a. Dean Koontz, died in a tragic accident. Doesn't say how. Um, the article doesn't say it was posted on February 11th, 2020. Um, man, if you know the, the name Dean Koontz, which I'm sure everyone Everybody knows. Dies. Everybody knows that name. Like, you can't, you can't not even know. know. he died. Yeah, that's, that's. You know, but we're gonna get, we're gonna, we're gonna jump into, we're gonna, we're gonna delve a little bit deeper into Dean Koontz's death. You know, and and my take on it. Like the, again, this is my m my opinion. I don't want to. You know, nobody said this. This isn't quoted anywhere. Um, Dean Koontz wrote a book in 1981. Um, it's called The Eyes of Darkness. Um, originally published in 1981. The book is iconic, and I'm sure somebody's going to be like, holy crap, I have it, um, if they're a fan. I know that we have three. Um, I, they're somewhere in here. Um, I'm a fan of Dean Koontz, always have been. Um, he writes phenomenal stuff. Well, he wrote phenomenal stuff. Um, but he makes reference to the killer virus, Wuhan, that we know today. Um, eerily predicting the Chinese city where COVID-19 would emerge. This book came out in 1981. His his virus in the book, however, the only correlation is is where he said it was, you know, the name. He called it the Wuhan virus. Um, you know, it comes out of China, the city. So he had that, you know, that's the correlation. His is called the Wuhan 400, where ours is called the Wuhan virus, a.k.a. coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19. Um, and the other, the other difference between COVID and Wuhan uh, 400 is his Wuhan 400 had a kill rate of 100%. So if you got it, you were dying. Um, COVID, we know that it's not. That's not nowhere near the ballpark. Not even an eighth of that. Um, but I will say this: I think the reason for them burying the Dean Koontz story was because of everything going on. And they didn't want conspiracy theorists to correlate try, or try to correlate, try to tie in, try to tie to. But I'm playing both sides now. Again, um, I'll say this. Maybe, just maybe, on the conspiracy side of things, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, I do not like those people. Those are the people ruining our situation right now with all of their scared whatever mumbo-jumbo tactics. But playing both sides now, maybe, just maybe, somebody read somewhere, maybe somebody had this book. Maybe, maybe one of those scientists in Canada. Maybe one of those scientists in China. Very, very far-fetched. Yes, I know. Very, very digging deep into the what-if barrel. I know. This, again, is maybe... Maybe, just maybe, speculation. again, speculation, but not too far-fetched to believe is my point that I'm making. 
You know what I mean? This isn't too far-fetched to believe that somebody didn't read this and have knowledge of and decided to do this. You know what I mean? And maybe Dean Koontz's death isn't, is his tragic death isn't so, isn't, isn't, you know, such an accident. Maybe, maybe his death, like Brett, like Brett, I'm sure it was tragic, you know, 100%, but maybe Dean Koontz is a, uh, a Brit Bart. Maybe he's, maybe he's a whistleblower. Maybe he's, maybe he's one of them who was being shut up. Because I, I want feel like he should be nationally recognized. Yeah, man. Seriously, he should be nationally recognized. Nobody has said a word about that. Not a word, not a blip on the radar. I believe everybody should, you know, R.I.P. Dean Koontz. Yeah. You know, we totally miss you. I know when I get, when, when the podcast is, is done, I know that I'm going to run to, you know, whatever social media platforms I'm on. That's Twitter. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Instagram. So I'm gonna hit them hard with an RIP, good picture. I mean, he was all an amazing writer. He was. He wrote great stuff, and I'm, I'm I can't say enough. There's a book I couldn't even read. Finish reading in high school called Intensity because it was so graphic for my teenage imagination that it was giving me. That nightmares. was his. Sti- that was definitely his style of writing. Like he was yeah. super intense, very, very believable. Like you could yeah. read. Like I liked his stuff because you could read it. And put it into your mind. You know what I mean? The stuff that you saw there. So, I mean, I like writers like that. Um, Anne Rice, you know, she wrote like, she writes like that. Um, Stephen King, he writes like that. Um, Fanny Flagg, she writes like that. Fanny Flagg. I feel for, like Dean Coop puts a little more adventure in him. He's more, Dean Coots is up there with uh, with my boy Tom Clancy. That's very, who I, He can be very gory and graphic. Oh, definitely. Can, uh, definitely. He gets more down. adventure suspense in it. Yes, he is very, he, that, that's why I, I class him with with Tom Clancy because they yeah, they're they're very right there because those two did write very intense very real very grimy gritty realistic stuff yeah man big RIPs to him he should be big news um, when you do hear this man get him on your page man everybody make sure that um, you know Dean Koontz is recognized you know what I mean that's that's I can't believe he's not big news man and here we are at the end you know what I mean and uh yeah, we're gonna, you know, that's that's news in America. Um, what's going on all over? What's going on? Oh, wait a minute. There was there was one more. I did have one more. I did have one more tasty bit. Um, more in news. More in our local news here. And I say local. I live in I live in Washington State. So I. But I'm 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 I can hit Idaho and Montana in a day like that. So. So I say local because it's still relatively local to me. So a sheriff in Idaho is going to keep his town, is fighting to keep his town up and running. And he's fighting to keep his town up and running because he does not want to see his town shut down. Um, He wants to see businesses, gas stations, grocery stores, hardware stores, everybody still moving around, living as Americans should. um, Because there's no... There's no heavy, heavy infection there. He doesn't believe that anybody in the town will in the foreseeable future. And by the foreseeable future, I'm talking, um, you know, next week, you know, two weeks from now, tomorrow, you know, after the weekend. He doesn't really see anybody um, contracting the disease, getting infected. Um, um, I'll just say that 
Um, I I back this sheriff's I, I back his play. You know, if I was one of his deputies, I'd be right there on the front lines with him, fighting the good fight because I 100% believe that too. Um, it's three percent of the people um, of our population of the American population that are at risk. So you quarantine basically the entire country for the three percent. Grab those ones that three percent that are at risk quarantine them and let the rest of us go on living our lives that is not cruel to say and that's essentially what's gone on and this sheriff is living life in in this part of idaho so i back his play man that's a good deal that's i mean you can be as mad as you want pastors are still doing outdoor services and good on them too they know the law and this is a lawman who knows, who knows the law. So I don't really see him getting fired, nobody challenging him. I guess, you know, good on you. Good on you and best of luck because I agree with him. I don't foresee anybody in this area getting or contracting or being infected by the disease because... There isn't that kind of influx of people coming in and out of this area. Yeah, granted, there are cities, you know, close to, but they're not, you know, they're not major hubs, you know, whatsoever. So, you know, I, I back his play. I really, really love what what's what he's doing. Um, I, I pray that with his push that, um, you know, more people like him, more more law enforcement, more more people step up and get this country running, man. Get it. Get it back open. Get get America, you know, punching, hitting, happening. Get people back working because that's what we want to do. We want to get back working. We want to we want to, uh, you know, we want to make our money. That twelve hundred dollars that that little stimulus isn't going to cut it. And unemployment money is not going to do it either. So, you know, we just we want to be back to work, man. You know what I mean? That's that's what it comes down to. Yep. So that's the news. You know, man, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm telling you, this is a uh, this has become something amazing. Um, second second round. I really really I'm I'm enjoying this a lot. Um, the support, we're growing, growing, growing every day. We're getting bigger with your support. Um, big shouts to Spotify, man. Really, really, really appreciate you guys and the sponsorship, the page, um, you know, allowing our show to be on your platform is um, something special. Um, you guys' sponsorship is, you know, even more amazing. Anchor FM, man, right there with you. We appreciate all the support giving us a, a place to come and spread our wings spread our message of unity positivity um, we're not here for division we're not here trying to separate we're just trying here we're, we're here trying to um, unify a lot of Americans you know bring a lot of Americans together every American from every walk of life it doesn't matter you know black white your religion sexual preference we're not judgy over here that's not what this is about we need we need to bring it back around to where we can have cool conversations and talk less about politics religion and who the hell you're sleeping with because to be perfectly honest with you i don't care you know i really don't care you praise whomever you praise i'm gonna do my thing you know but let's uh let's let's be good neighbors to one another and talk to one another you know what i mean let's let's put our best foot forward right now and and you know start helping each other out because we are all on this particular rock together you know what i mean we live on this piece of land together East to west, north to south, does not matter. Border to border, America is all of ours. So let's treat it that way. You know what I mean? Be better people. Get away from Facebook. Get away from social media. Use it as it should be used, man, as an entertaining tool. You know, connect. You know, get out. Do your research. Then research some more. Challenge. 
You have time on your hands. Go find this book, um, the darkness, the darkness in the, uh, what was it called? Um, Dean Coots' book. The eyes of the darkness. Um, the eyes of, of the darkness. Go find that book because with all the time you have on your hands, um, you can definitely, you can definitely, definitely, you can definitely, definitely read that book right now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna come back tomorrow with with more quotes because. Uh, He's got some really good stuff in that book, and I want to leave uh, a couple of breadcrumbs with some people because yes. she just showed me some some massive, massive, massive good things, and I, and, you know, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to spread the truth, you know, and open people's eyes, you know, uplift, enlighten, and educate. That's the name of the game, man. Once again, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you, Spotify. We appreciate you, FM uh, Anchor FM Radio. Um, tune in every night. Um, to our show we're gonna get this all the way buttoned up um we appreciate you man and we're gonna let you guys ride out a little bit with a little bit of tupac we're gonna see you guys in the traffic appreciate you thank you eileen olson burning for the flag for sitting in with us um as always i will see you guys tomorrow night um with another hit of some great news great entertainment great music oh and saturday be on the lookout it's going to be our first happy hour we're going to do it a bit earlier i want to say about four o'clock our time and uh yeah that's happy hour that's drinks food we're going to play a lot of good music and we are going to talk a lot more more personal you know it's going to be more of a good time just kind of hang out see what's going on um we're going to try and open up some phone lines we're going to try and get that going we're going to record live yeah people live um, we're going to try and get that up on Facebook, but we will be recording live on YouTube. You can find Eileen and Burning for the Flag on Facebook. That's Burning Number 4, The Flag, and you can find them at that same title on YouTube. Man, thank you guys. Um, Spotify, Anchor FM, big shouts to you guys. Appreciate you. Tupac, take them out of here.